0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, steady as she goes, what one college football writer called the state of BYU football, and what his win total is for the Cougars this season. Backcats host the use tonight, looking for the season sweep. We play a special know the foe. Plus, women's golf is on the course at the NCAA Regionals, and a special Mother's Day edition of Between the Lines. Let's go!
1: This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. BYU
0: Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. It is Tuesday. May 9th, I'm Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton is off taming horses, so I'm joined by
2: everybody's favorite 5'6 cornerback, Brian Logan. Hello. Uh, actually, you know what, man? We gotta change that now. on like, um, I don't know how much work or effort that's gonna take. I apologize, um, you know, for the roster or for, you know, what's on the website. Basically my bio, I'm no longer 5'6. What? According, Did- according to the NFL scouts, I'm and 5'5 and a half. Do you want so, to be yeah. called five five and a half? I'm just going for what's right, man. I mean You when, can round up, it's okay. I mean well check this out, dude. So when I graduated high school I was six six two.
0: <laughs> when I graduated junior college, no, I was not. five
2: nine. And then when I graduated BYU well when I started BYU I was five six. When I graduated BYU I was five five and a half. So, that? and Bronco say we can no longer lie. That height you reduction know, surgery was a real mistake. I'm just saying, man. School, it's just a simple erase of, you know, some some ink and yeah. pencils and yeah. lead. and stuff. The
0: guy that took your height had bad vision.
2: Yeah, yeah. man, it's, yeah. It happens. You know, it just, I signed the waiver, so. <laughs> it
0: happens. <laughs> hey, uh, there was an article yesterday. We're going to talk about this coming up from Bill Connolly of SB Nation about BYU football, his preview coming up. He Great insight, uh, breaking down. It's amazing. The, Coug- the Cougars. The only issue is, so his name's Bill Connolly. There's obviously Billy Connolly in Hollywood, so it's easy to get confused here. For example, our own Jason Shepard got confused. <laughs> Tweeted this out yesterday when we announced Bill Connolly was joining the show. That is not the right Bill Connolly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. That wasn't, se- he wasn't serious, right? We're ju- no, he's not serious. Oh, okay, We're, ju- we're cool. giving Jason I don't know. Who's, who does he play? Like, what does he play on? What movies and stuff?
0: Uh, he's been in a bunch of movies. Uh, you should go to IMDb when can you have a when you, you have a minute. Can you name some? Billy Connolly. Uh, I know. He, well, the nerd in me knows he was in the third Hobbit movie.
2: Oh, that's that makes that's, more sense. Yeah. I don't He's know. in a lot of movies. I haven't seen none of those. None stuff. off the
0: top. I know he didn't. Uh, have I, I, you seen Lord of the Rings? Yet? No, man, bro. We've you have
2: not seen Lord of the Rings. have had this conversation multiple times, dude. This I this always s- fall asleep. Wear this helmet. I fall asleep. Until. until- <laughs> I always fall asleep, man. <laughs> hey, it's a Bat-Cats game day. We'll get to that
0: in a minute. Brian Logan's got the batting helmet on. Let's get to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines.
1: It's your <laughs> BYU Sports Nation headlines.
0: This just in, about 10 minutes ago, BYU Basketball has announced the signing of Joshir Hardnet, Hardnett, who will play for the Cougars in 27-18. He comes from Chapola College in Mariana, Florida. Three years of eligibility. He'll be a redshirt sophomore. He averaged 13 points a game, 2.9 rebounds, 3.9 assists, 1.8 steals per game. He's a point guard. Before Chipola College, he spent a redshirt season at Fordham in New York City. Guy that shoots... 43% from three. I think this is an interesting and nice addition for BYU. Another guard. We had some questions about the backcourt depth. There may even be another signing for BYU this summer.
2: A grad transfer, a Juco guy. So, BYU J-C, adds yeah. to the roster. It's always interesting, Jeremy, when you bring a JC guy in. I mean, JC guys. You know about this. They're, the, they're just the answer to all of your prayers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's, it's exciting. JC man. guys. And he came, he went from, well, came from Chipotle College. That's what sort it of sounded like. Spicy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, I kind of like Chipotle. Anyway, um, it's game day for BYU baseball as the Cougars host Utah tonight at Larry H. Miller Field. Head coach Mike Littlewood on what it means to play the Utes.
3: Huge game. I mean, the, you always know, you see the full schedule and you, you know when you play the Utes all the time. It was like that when I played here. Um, it, it was like that when I didn't play here. And it's like that now that, that I'm coaching here.
2: The Cougars have won nine in a row, Jerem? at 19 of their last 22. The game will be televised locally on KBYU and available nationally on BYUtv.org and the BYUtv app. Also on BYU Radio and the app at 8 p.m. Eastern. There is one particular player who has the Utes number, which is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. In seven games versus Utah... Colton Shaver is batting 462 with six home runs and 15 RBIs. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Right? That means yes. every other at bat he's
0: getting a hit. And almost every game he's getting a home run. And every yes. game he's getting two RBIs. That means that is, that is amazing. That means he's giving Utah the business. He's, as that one ref said Yes, in the NFL that one time. That one time. Giving him the business, 15 15 yard penalty. 15-yard penalty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> giving him the business. What does that mean? Yeah, what does Give that, him that the mean? the business. The Cougars are up to 18th in the collegiate baseball poll. BYU is just out in almost every other poll. This team's on fire. And uh, this
0: is always, it's always a big game when you play Utah, as you heard Mike Littlewood say. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for fire. that. Sorry. Speaking of speaking on Catch fire, you. the hottest team on campus right now is not even the baseball team. It's actually the softball team. Mm-hmm. Th- just a tad hotter, right? BYU softball ran its win streak up to 20 games last night. They won 20 in a row? That's amazing. With wow. a 10-2 win versus the fighting Mark Popes of Utah Valley. Also, it marked Gordon Eakin's 600th win. Congratulations, to Gordon Eakin, the Cougars also swept the West Coast Conference awards. McKenna Bull won the McKenna Bull West Coast Conference Pitcher of the Week for the eighth time this season. Caitlin Larson Aldrich, third player of the week honor, and this morning BYU stayed at number twenty in the polls. So it sounds like, despite winning twenty in a row, despite not giving up a run in like forever in conference play, BYU just kind of at number twenty. Right? It doesn't look like they're going to climb much. Why not? Why? Well, they they haven't. During this win streak, really. <laughs> so I, I don't anticipate them climbing much further. Hmm, interesting. Twenty's I mean, great, but yeah, 20's great. twenty. Yeah, twenty's good. 20 wins,
2: I mean, I mean, get, just get ranked, though, right? Like, just get ranked. Isn't that the like, goal of football yeah. and basketball? Yeah, kind of do it. it. Should be the goal of of, of, just, of just life. Just life, just get get ranked. ranked in life. In all that you do, you're in the top two in your house, though, in the Power Pulse, the Logan House. I'm actually, I'm actually top four. You know, you <laughs> are top four. With... It's my wife, then I would say it's Layton, the five, my five-year-old Arlo, good dinosaur, yeah, and then it's myself, yeah. You have a kid named Arlo. I love that. Yeah, That's yeah fantastic. it's fantastic. It's amazing, huh? Um, it is day two at the NCAA Women's Golf Regionals in Lubbock, Texas. BYU Field. Um, and 7th at 13th over par as a team. Alex White is tied 7th place at 1 under par through 4. Nice. Brooklyn Hoker is tied for 12th at 1 over par through 5 holes. And Ro- Rose Hung is – did I say that right? Wong. Wong. Yep. No, that's cool. No, I'm, I'm counting that, bro. I'm counting that as a yeah, I, I got that. You I got, got that. fouled on that, but yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. I tipped it. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Wong is tied for 16th at 2 over par through 5 holes.
0: Yeah, remember, the, there are 18 teams in the regional, top six advance to the NCAA championships. BYU did that last year. Good luck to the ladies. We will keep you updated throughout the program yes. and on Twitter with BYU NCAA women's golf. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority.
1: You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Steady as she goes, Brian. Bill Connolly is a college football writer, self-proclaimed professional nerd. He said that himself on his Twitter. Okay. Good good uh, who breaks down college football in a uniquely statistical way? In fact, I'd call him the Bill James light of college football. Yesterday, Bill produced, excuse me, yes, the Bill, Bill yeah, two Bills yeah. produced an article for SB Nation previewing the upcoming 2017 BYU football season. The article is entitled "BYU Has Become One of College Football's Steadiest Programs for Better and Worse." We'll break down more of what he said in that article with Bill. Coming up in the next segment, including his win-loss record for the Cougars probability of beating Utah. Mm-hmm. But let's explore
2: the steadiness of BYU football in today's Twitter question. What is the best worst thing about BYU being one of the nation's steadiest football programs? the, First, the best <laughs> worst. The best worst. That's fantastic. First weed in at Crazy Cook Fanatic. Steady sounds like another word for sweet spirit. <laughs> kind of like a backwards
0: compliment. Sweet spirit, yeah. Yeah that's, uh, yeah, that's as Mormon a phrase as there is. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, it's interesting, right? You hear steady and you think, is that a compliment? Is steady a compliment? So, yeah. so the, why he says steady? So, he does S and P rankings. He takes into account all these numbers associated with BYU football, with down. college Break it football in general. Break it down, and Joe. then he ranks these teams, right? So, in the top 55 of his rankings in the last 12 years, there have only been a handful of teams. In fact, BYU one of twelve teams in there. So that's what he means by steady. BYU hasn't had a losing season. BYU hasn't missed a bowl game in the last twelve years. The last twelve, by the way, marks eleven Bronco Men and Hall and one Kalani Sataki. What's up, Bronco? Yeah, yeah.
2: So BYU is steady. He said he, so, I texted him earlier. and said I was going to be on
0: the show. So you texted him earlier. Did you really text him? No, or you just saying that.
2: No, okay, I just said just, that.
0: Sorry to call you out. on that, <laughs> to do it. So I, I did I text hear, Coach Howell, though. I'm trying to keep going. going. <laughs> I hear steady, and I feel the same way as that crazy cook fanatic. Where I'm like, how much of a compliment is that? He's evaluating yeah. BYU for the numbers, but there are some obvious positives to being steady. The fact that BYU's not missed a bowl game or had a losing season, not once. That's Skip amazing. That. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. amazing.
2: Well, and I think I think to me, when when you look at steady, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of like that tweet, right? Which is like, I don't want to say it's a backwards compliment, but. How can you say it's a good thing or can you say it's a, it's a bad thing? Like, well, how do you is phrase it, that, right?
0: Obviously, it's a good thing. It's just how good of a thing is it. Right, right? yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wh- which I, I think B- generally BYU fans are not content with this kind of eight or nine win season uh, paradigm right now for BYU. I think people want to get up into the 10-plus range. Yet, BYU continues to schedule really tough in Independence, so that may be more of a challenge. I think your nine wins now is equal to 10 Ish wins in the yep. Mountain West. Yeah. So,
2: so steady as an in independent may be different than steady in the Mountain West. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree with that. But, I mean, what does is, what is steady really get you? You know you know that you're going to win those eight-plus games. You're going to go to a bowl game, right? Come to c- Brigham. Come go to, Br- to a bowl c- game.
0: Because you're, you're coming Logan, to Brigham. Right. Michael
2: Scott. That's right. <laughs> um, you, you do have some occasional relevance. So I was in Vegas over the weekend uh, for my, uh, my wife's cousin was getting married. No one explains why they're in Vegas. It's okay. Oh, I just had... No, I'm setting up the story, bro. You always do that, Jeremy. Give me, like, 30 more seconds. And so at the reception, there was tons of... So her husband um, was uh, from Michigan, or is from Michigan. Tons of Michigan State fans. So you. Oh, this was excellent for you. Oh, bro. I was, like, (laughs) on the chair, like, just jumping up and down. Yeah, we got you. Are you a Michigan State fan? Are you a Michigan State... Yep, BYU right here. Yep, yep, played there. Sorry for you guys. But... They, they said, you know, basically what I'm saying as far as the occasional relevance, oh, man, yeah, you guys got a good team. Even though that was one game and we were down that year, you, you, your, your boys came to play. And so I think that that's just on a national level, um, you know, with, with BYU. Um, and, and so I think that does help, right? It's not like, oh, yeah, I went to Alabama. Oh, you know, bow down. But it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are good. You know, I think that's what the steadiness yeah. of a program gets you. BYU is known for being successful. Yeah, And over the last 40
0: years, BYU is one of the top five, six winningest programs in college football. That is, that is not something to be taken lightly, right? Yet, I think that BYU fans want to go to the next level. That steady levels. is is awesome, but yeah, you want to go to the next level or levels, right? So there's there's good stuff. I think BYU is getting better recruits. I think Kalani Satake is going to... Try and take BYU to the next level, whatever that means. We can discuss
2: yeah. that at length. So, yeah, the Entire a, summer. So I, I said this earlier too. I it think, Ten wins. I think they're recruiting. I think a lot of this stuff that we're saying for the good, it goes both ways, man. Like what, what's the good in it, and then what's the bad? So like recruiting is good, but it's it's good for that that maybe that two star or three star kid that only has offers you'll so, get so like some for Wyoming. Yeah, you get some four stars. Chaz Ayu. Yeah, but oh, well, and, and, and that's the thing, right? It's like you know somebody like like a Troy. Uh, Warner, who has offers everywhere, yeah. but thinks, okay, you know, this is a, it's a good team. It's a good program. I do want to go there. I know I'll go to a bowl game. I know I'm not just going to suck in and, you know, take my L's. I can play on ESPN. But, but at the same time, I can go and play right, right away, and I'm comfortable in playing in a decent program. But when you, when you look at maybe some of the five-star kids, it's like, no, absolutely not.
0: Yeah, and you know? five-stars don't go to non-Power Fives generally. Right. The, the right. first five-star ever to go to a group of five team happened two years ago. The kid went to Houston. He went to Houston. Houston, a hotbed for recruiting, right? Yep. I, I think, I think the, maybe the uh, bad thing with being steady is, has BYU been in the top 25? No, right, in the past couple of years. That's kind of the next level. You work yeah. towards that. The level of bowl games is fine. I think it's good. I wouldn't say it's great no, with it's BYU football, bad. which, by the way, we don't know the bowl game yet for 2017. I, I would like to get to another level of bowl games. I'm not sure that's even really feasible unless yeah. you're undefeated. Yeah. He, he, because BYU
2: just has to line up a bowl game with the ESPN. The stars have to align with with everything, right? I mean doors. The have stars to, on the field. The stars on the field. Stars in the sky. In the sky, on the flag, all that. I mean On the flag. I'm just saying all like 50? the the right all fifty three. I thought we added three more. Look, you have fifty three. <laughs> you I didn't have to you have to uh what, what I mean by that is you know, having the right schedule, I would say that you have to have, you know, face some teams like last year, Michigan State, example, with them being down, you still, even that win may not carry a lot of weight, you still have that national brand, right? You cetera, really can't control whether Michigan State's good or not. Right, exactly, but you still have that, and then you have a couple of those cupcakes that you, that you dominate, and I think that's what I mean by stars aligning in order for a better bowl game.
0: Speaking of cupcakes, how many days until Portland State? Countdown
1: to the Viking.
2: 109.
0: You always get very into it. I love that. You bring the intensity, the I juice. It, man, it's football. You also bring that brush.
2: Yeah, I just saw it was the baseball helmet got me <laughs> my waves up messed up a little bit. It's levels, Jeremy. Well, levels. I, is that? I, it looks great <laughs> to me. Either way, I, I don't know. Thank you, man.
0: Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. What's the best, worst thing about BYU being one of the nation's steadiest football programs? Coming up, know the foe from that school up north and a new Mother's Day between the lines. But next, we'll chat with the man who wrote the article we just discussed. Bill Connolly, not the actor, the writer of SB Nation, will join the program.
1: This is BYU Sports Nation. What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. For are
0: simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation's happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU
2: Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. The Holy War for baseball is tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that on KBYU locally, uh, BYUtv.org, and BYU TV app nationally, as well as the BYU Radio Oh, or as well as BYU Radio and the BYU Radio app. So there's a lots of there are a lot of ways to consume the it's game. Tonight. Options, yeah. And totally remember,
0: happens. the Bad Cats beat Utah earlier this year, mm-hmm. and uh, have won 19 of 22. They're
2: on fire. It's, it depends on like what your flavor is of the month, right? It's like it's like basketball. Are you Robbins, driving?
0: Right? Do you want to listen to it? Uh, yeah, you got like, the BYU radio app. Or do you, you? Do
2: you want to? Yeah, do you? Are you here? You know, locally, you're watching it. and to go then, to the game and, and then, the, listen? to Yeah, it? and listen to it. I mean, do you, are you watching do it, that? listening, and then your wife says, "Hey, go get me some diapers real fast." Then, do you have the app? No, download it real fast. I mean, there's all types of things and ways to watch and just scenarios that you're in. We got you covered, man.
0: And it's free. We got ni- you covered, free ninety free man. man. Yep, Twitter right. question: What's the best worst thing? About BYU football being one of the nation's steadiest, because best worst, <laughs> best is worst, a funny phrase at Kipkint. If steady means pretty good but never great, it runs the risk of being both boring and frustrating. I want special once in a while, mm. and and what is special, right? I I think yeah. BYU football. The hope is that BYU can get back into the ten plus win yeah. kind of year. Guess what? BYU plays thirteen regular season games plus a bowl game, so the hope is BYU can get in to the ten win. Uh, Anything is possible. We mentioned the article on SB Nation, and let's talk to Bill Connolly now, who wrote that on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Bill, welcome to BYU Sports Nation.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: How often do you get confused for the actor Billy Connolly?
3: Well, I encourage it really. I mean, that. his hair, his accent are way better than mine. So I, I'm all for any confusion there. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially
2: when you're trying to get uh, like, discounts or maybe trying to get ahead of a show up like at Hollywood line. parties. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. that so that's the. That's
3: right. I was the voice from Brave. Can't you tell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. There's another reference okay, for you, yep, Brian. Yep. All right. Perfect. So enjoyed the article. Always love uh, your stuff. Love the breakdowns of BYU football. Uh, over, and we'll, we'll dive into the specifics, but overall, just kind of your general thoughts of BYU football going into 2017.
3: You know, it's really hard. I, I mean, I, you can tell from the, the piece itself, it's kind of hard sometimes to develop a, a, a deeper opinion of where BYU is headed other than, hey, they're going to split their the games against the good teams, they're going to beat the bad teams, they're going to win 8, nine, ten games, and, and call it a day. But uh, it is interesting this year with the transition in certain areas of the field uh you know the passing game the defensive front uh you can kind of talk yourself into those things maybe not mattering very much and being able to overcome those things and then you might be looking at a good year but that early schedule is really tricky if you've got a if you've got a a semi-new quarterback i guess and uh new top receivers
2: Bill, does, does playing an independent schedule make it tough to get 10-plus wins? Um, or or is, it, is it a scenario where us as BYU fans have to hope that we can get to 8 or 9 and just keep it at that?
3: Right. I mean, that's, that's the trade-off. Basically, if it's, if it's hard to get to 10 wins, uh, if being like a, about a top 40 caliber program every year doesn't quite do it, that means you're playing a pretty tough schedule, which as an independent, that's kind of what you would prefer. I mean, you could load up on, on lesser teams in theory and, and win 10, 11 games a year, but it might feel a little empty. It might uh, not include as many big home games. And so that's the trade-off. Obviously, you want to break through at least occasionally, uh, but the fact that you can be a top 40 program and not just assume 10 wins means you're scheduling pretty well.
0: Bill Connolly of SB Nations on BYU Sports Nation. He wrote an article that came out yesterday previewing the BYU football season. We've been discussing kind of the word steady and the good and bad of that. What what are your thoughts relative to the steadiness of BYU football's program?
3: Well, this is kind of a, an existential thing that a lot of programs and their fans especially go through. I call it Glenn Mason territory sometimes where you've got a long-term head coach at least. Uh, obviously, BYU doesn't anymore, and they just switch that. But uh, you know, if you've had kind of the same level of success for a while, even if it's a solid level, your fans get uh, anxious, and, and that tends to lead to sometimes some kind of rash decision-making. You, you decide to go ahead and, and take a risk, uh, do something different just to see if you can switch things up. A lot of times that result. In four win seasons. And so you have to be very careful. Uh, Obviously, with BYU, uh, Bronco, Mendenhall uh, moving on, it was a chance at least for kind of a new new blood, new energy, et cetera. And, you know, maybe the fact that BYU looked very, very BYU last year with a new head coach, with new coordinators, maybe that's a sign that, you know, there's something to build on here and, and a new coaching staff can build on it. Bill,
2: what record do you project BYU to have in its 13-game regular season
3: in 2017? Yeah, it's pretty easy to, to you know, talk yourself into nine or ten wins there. And if you just judge the, uh, you know, if you just look at the schedule and, and assume splitting against the good teams and beating up the bad, then you get to nine or ten wins pretty easily. But there are a lot of relative toss-ups on the schedule. And so it really, I think, depends on how quickly uh, the passing game especially can kind of click early on with the new receivers uh, or the receivers playing new roles, I should say. Uh, that's going to be a, a, a big thing there because, I mean, play at LSU, Utah, Wisconsin, Utah State, and Boise State, and then uh, Mississippi State, all back-to-back, that's really tricky if your passing game isn't producing a certain level and you have to lean on what is probably going to be an efficient run game, but not a very big play run game. Uh, that's a tricky thing to ask, so the passing game better click.
0: So 8-5, eight, eight and five, is that what I read correctly from uh, your projections? I was,
3: I was uh,
2: thinking 13-0s, and O's, which is... <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, the projections are saying about 7-8 wins. It's not hard to see 9-10, um, but it really does depend on how quickly that rhythm uh, gets established.
0: Where do you see a, uh, an area where BYU really needs to get better to get to a 10-plus a win kind of season?
3: I do think, I mean, just looking at the, the specific teams, looking at LSU and Wisconsin especially, uh, going gonna to need to be able to move the ball consistently, and that probably means big plays in this case because moving the ball consistently against LSU and Wisconsin and then Utah to a certain degree as well is very, very hard to do. Big, uh, BYU had very few big plays last year. Most of them came from Jamal Williams. And so there's going to be a need for, for those chunk plays. And without that, then you're going to be looking at uh, needing to win the turnover battle, something that can flip the field and create some easy scores. It was not, there were not a lot of easy scores last year, and uh, you know, that's, that, can, that can make you or break you against teams like that.
2: Bill, I think one of everybody's life goals is to find their place in this universe, in this world, in the small little town that they're in. What is BYU's place in college football as an in independent?
3: Uh, You know, I I mean, it's hard to, you know, give you like a three-word answer there, but, I mean, BYU has been one of the steadiest, uh, for better or worse, a a, a physical top 40 team that can occasionally uh, light up the scoreboard. Kind of hasn't as much in in recent years. But, I mean, I think as an independent, uh, they're going to bring a a, a pretty decent audience to the table, both in person and on TV, uh, and they're going to challenge a bunch of power conference teams. And and power conference teams now uh, seemingly – being willing to uh, take on harder non-conferences in the name of standing out for the college football playoff committee and all that, it, it gives BYU a very good opportunity to play some uh, really good teams early in the year and establish themselves. They, gotta, they just need to win a few more of these games, obviously. That, you know, a game like the LSU game, for instance, especially being on a neutral field, that's kind of the missing step here. Right now, BYU is a competitive program uh, that will play you well into the fourth quarter uh, and and have a you know, 30 know 40 50% chance of beating you, but one of these seasons, I think, if BYU wants to truly stand out, you do need to figure out how to, to, to make a nice run here and get out of that kind of 8-9 win rhythm.
0: Bill Connolly of uh, SB Nation is on BYU Sports Nation. What goes into your win probability? Because I look at each game and I go through, you know, and it's fun to look at, well, BYU's more likely to win that game than the rest, you know, 55% against Utah is probably a number that uh, fans like more than dislike. What goes into that number? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean that's just purely based on the um, you know the projected difference in the ratings. So BYU, so Utah's projected 45th, uh, BYU's 46th. The game's in Provo, so you apply the home field advantage. You get a slight uh, advantage BYU's way. Obviously, the win probabilities don't care about previous results. Uh, that would be a really weird model. Uh, but basically, yeah, it's that S&P Plus ranking, which looks at um, you know projected efficiency and explosiveness and, and, and things of that nature. Uh, and and you get a, it spits out a win probability there for you so you do see a lot of relative toss-ups early in the year uh, with you know Utah being 55 percent Utah State being 59 Boise 47 and then you see later in the year they turn into 70s and 80s uh, pretty quickly
0: baseball is a different sport in many ways but has embraced sabermetrics and all kinds of analysis and shifts and all this stuff is football embracing in any way next level analysis to change the game in that way
3: what's funny about football coaches is, I mean, A, to a man, they'll say stats are for losers, but B, they will say that, or they they will go about their job as analytically as any coach in any sport. Uh, The way they're looking at tendencies and trying to figure out from previous evidence, how to create an advantage. That is analytics to a certain degree. They're just doing it with their eyes and their experience instead of numbers. I think numbers are – Slowly working their way into the equation, I think a lot of coaches are willing to kind of uh, embrace certain things but i it is not to a point yet where it's you know like baseball the the focus on on base percentage or the the corner threes and and the you know the threes and layups and free throws that whole strategy with basketball now uh it, it's not to that part stage yet, but I think uh the groundwork is at least starting to get there people are are, are beginning to be willing to embrace it they just need to be told how.
2: You know, this, this is very interesting to me, Bill. So I I played here in 2009-2010. Bronco Mendenhall was the head coach. And when he took over the defense um, halfway through the year 2010, my whole game and, and knowledge has changed because of that, just because of, of stats and, and going off of, you know, data and, and numbers. And I, and I remember he would coach us, you know, playing uh, – dur- during prep for practice, he would say, hey, look, when an offense is in, you know, this personnel between, you know, the 20- and 30-yard line – they're going to run, you know, these types of plays. And these are the percentages. You know, out of these five plays, here are the top percentages. And then yeah. he would go and break it down further and say, okay, if it's second down, here's the, the two plays. If it's third down, here's the, the three plays. And literally we would, you know, break that down pre-snap based off of his his coaching and, and teaching. And at the snap of the ball, I would know exactly what the play was and you know be able to, to jump a route, get an interception. And that was all of us. Across the board. So, you know, if if coaches like 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 Bronco are are implementing this, I mean, what do you think has to happen for more coaches to uh, coach and implement these types of practices?
3: Well, I think, you know, what's funny is, I mean, that's, uh, coaches wouldn't consider that stats necessarily. Stats are, you know, a reporter asking him, you know, why you know 383 passing yards per game, you're giving up quite a bit there. Do you need to fix that pass defense? That's why they say pass, uh, stats are for losers. But, yeah, I mean, they, the tendency data they come up with is, is very, very rich, and they all do it to some degree. The other part about analytics, though, is, I mean, there's, there's an aspect of, of tendencies involved, and, and you know, we, there's the, the play calling, the game theory aspect, when to go forward on 4th and forward down all that, but that's the last step of team building. That's the last step of being a, a, a good team, and, and so analytics go into recruiting. They go into player development. You, know, and you have all this extra player tracking data now. There's all this data. Uh, teams are swimming in data. They just kind of need to have a little more assistance, I think, in how to swim around in that data and figure out how to take the most advantage of it.
0: You mentioned uh, Johnny Linehan in the article, and you said uh, he's been pretty uh, efficient. Just keep him out of ill-advised fake punts. Do you think that there will be another (laughs) fake punt from Johnny Linehan this season?
3: I, you know I, th- it would catch people off guard you know that would probably <laughs> would it? assuming that it would never happen again I just would recommend it not happen at like the one yard line but, <laughs> midfield give him a chance to succeed and let him get that monkey off his back
0: we know you know what you're talking about when you mentioned Johnny Linehan fake punts and everybody's favorite freshman Mo Longy we can't wait to <laughs> see him he's on campus now so we can't wait to see him this year that's
3: right <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we have at SB Nation we have the Piesman Award every December for yeah, the that's big right. man play in college football. It would really, you'd really probably just need to go ahead and fire Ty Debmer if he doesn't set up some sort of tackle-eligible play at some point. He
0: is unfireable having won the Heisman here. <laughs> <That's not laughs> Bill, we appreciate the time. Great stuff. We look forward to reading more of your stuff during the summer. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Bill Connolly on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. He's, he has great stuff. Like, if you like the analytical part yeah. of sports, you will love Bill Connolly's stuff. Yeah, man, Recommend I'm a, I'm a, I'm a
2: fan. Out. I'm a fan now, man. I, I, I love data and, and analytics and numbers and – Data rules everything around me. Biggie Smalls. Data was your favorite character on Star Trek, too. That's crazy. uh (laughs) A
0: Twitter question. What's the best, worst thing about BYU being one of the nation's steadiest football programs? Use the hashtag BYUSN and win. Coming up, know the foe for Utah, but first, BYU athletes talking about their moms. It's Between the Lines with Lauren Frankels. Welcome back, Jerem Jordan Brian Logan and Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand
2: anytime, anywhere. Tell them about it, Brian. Yes, uh, we are. In fact, if you've missed Bill Conley talking about BYU being one of the nation's steadiest football programs, you can watch that interview and more on the BYU TV and BYU Radio apps or download the podcast, of course. That's right. Let's refresh today's
0: BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU basketball has announced the signing of Joshir Shear Hardnett who will play for the Cougars in 2017-18. He comes from Chipola College in Mariana, Florida. we will have three years of eligibility. He'll be a redshirt sophomore. He averaged 13 points a game, 2.9 boards, 3.9 assists, and 1.8 steals. Shot 60% from two, Ooh, yeah. 44% from three. Ooh, so this guy gets to the rim, and he makes threes. How about that? And the best part is, he's
2: five uh, eleven or six foot. He's yeah. right. He's he's quick. Mm-hmm. Short lives matter, man. You know. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I'm kind of hungry after you saying that. You know, his junior college um, because it sounds like Chipotle. Chipo- Chipotle. Is that what you're getting for lunch? Yum. Year? No, probably not. Probably going to McDonald's. That's Red Robin's song. Yay. What did you just? What, yum. It's game day for BYU baseball as the Cougars host Utah tonight at Larry H. Miller Field. The Cougars have won nine in a row and 19 of their last 22. The game will be televised locally on KBYU and available nationally on BYUtv.org and the BYUtv app as well as BYU Radio and the app at 8 p.m. Eastern. The Cougars are up to 18th in the collegiate baseball poll. BYU is just out in almost every other poll.
0: Big game for the Batcats tonight. Watch or listen.
2: BYU softball ran its win streak up to
0: 20 games last night. With a 10-2 win versus Utah Valley, it marked Gordon Eakins' 600th win. Congratulations. The Cougars also swept the West Coast Conference Awards as McKenna Bull won the Pitcher of the Week. That's named after her, according to us, the eighth time this year. <laughs> and Caitlin Larson-Aldridge won her third Player of the Week award this
2: morning. BYU stayed at number 20 in the latest coaches' Poll. It is day two uh, at the NCAA Women's Golf Regionals in Lubbock, Texas. BYU is tied for ninth at 14 over par as a team. Alex White is in eighth place at even through six. Brooklyn Hawker is tied for 12th at one over par through seven holes. And Rose Huang is tied for 16th at two over par through seven holes.
0: Good luck to the ladies in day two of 3 total days. Mm-hmm. Well this Sunday is a very special day. It really is, Brian. It's Mother's Day, it's which the means and it's the Sabbath. <laughs> means we get to take a little more time and celebrate moms. And what better way to do that 5 days before than a fresh between the lines.
1: BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. First off, I want to give a shout out to my own mom. Mom, I love you. You're amazing. I don't know what I'd do without you. Since Mother's Day is right around the corner, we asked some current and former athletes to tell us what they love most about their moms.
2: What I love most about my mom is her ability to connect and love other people. Every time she interacts with someone new, she gives them a huge smile and a huge hug. And that's something that I've tried to emulate in my own life and I think Um, She really just inspires people to to be happy because of her genuine happiness and kindness in in her soul.
1: Just wanted to say thank you for all that you do for me and all the support you give. Ever since I was a little boy, you know, just throwing to me and making sure my swing was good. And that's the one thing I love about you is just making sure that I'm in the the best I can be always. And if I'm not, you want me to be better um, every second. The thing I love most about my mom is that she Loves me and she loves everyone around her. You know, everything that she does is because she loves people and she cares so much. And it's a huge example to me in my life. I love my mom because she takes me on mommy Sundays and get to go to Saint George. I love my mom because she puts a lot of time into working hard for her
0: team and for me in my school. Hi, mom, just wanted to say how much I love you and your infectious smile and what you do for the world. I sure love you.
2: Mom, you're one of those people that
3: have helped me to get me to where I am. And- consistently remind me to always remember the things that are most important in life.
1: My mom's the best because she's been my number one supporter since I started playing softball and she's always there for me at every single game and I love her no matter what. Greater love hath no man except that he give his life for another. And I'm telling you this right now that my mom, every day since she was 19, has given her life, sacrificed things for me and my siblings so that we can accomplish the things that we set out to accomplish. And so I'm so grateful for every mother out there because I know that they all sacrifice and love their kids, well, close to as much as my mom does. What I admire most about my mother is how optimistic she is and how she loves everyone unconditionally. I'm so lucky she's my mother.
2: Um, I love my mommy because she gives me hugs and kisses. I love you, mom. I love my
1: mom so much. She's one of my best friends now that we've gotten older. She's always there for me with constant support and love. I love my mom because she is my best friend. She's the one in our family that's always getting us out going on horse rides or spur-of-the-moment camping trips. She is the life of the party. And I love her because she's the most Christ-like person I've ever met and she makes me want to be a better person every single day of my life. Mom, one thing I love most about you is how much you think about others and how much you care for other people. Um, I love you so much.
3: Happy
2: Mother's Day. We all wanted to express our love and appreciation for our favorite mother. Um, I love how Whitney has blossomed into a beautiful and uh, extremely talented and loving mother to these two wonderful children. I
1: love you, Mom, and thanks for everything. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. Love you. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Mom, I hope you have the best Mother's Day ever. Happy Mother's Day. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. I promise that makes me tear up every time I watch it. It's that dang music, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to the athletes and especially for their beautiful moms who raised them. Make sure you join us next week when we go head-to-head with the women's tennis team. If you haven't seen our segments, go to our YouTube page. Follow us on Twitter at BOU underscore BTL and use the hashtag BOUBTL.
0: It is the music. It's a little, yeah. mis- it really it's is. A little misty in here. Yeah, it is.
1: Because normally you'd be like, oh, that's really sweet. And that's then really the nice. music goes, yeah. do-do-do-do-do-do. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just like brings, thinking
2: about my mom. Brings it Yeah. How awesome yeah. She is. yeah, man. Yeah. I'm about to go. Send a text and some other things. If you guys want
1: to give a quick shout out to your mom, it'd be very
2: yeah. Shout out, to, yeah shout out to yeah. Shout out to Julianne,
0: my mom. She's the best,
2: man. Shout uh, out to. Saying, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead. Oh no. no. <laughs> oh no. All right, T.J. <laughs> shout out to what? my mother, uh, Marvita Allen. I uh, appreciate everything that you've done for me and uh, you know, getting me to where I'm at right now. You know, when all those other coaches said I couldn't play because I was too short, you said, "Forget them, Brian. Don't listen to them. They don't know jack." You're going to be great.
1: Someone take Thanks. the mic away from Brian. <laughs> no,
2: that, that's we should Im- add you on the video, Brian. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's thing. Yeah. Actually, it's in my contract, you can't do that. So. <laughs> You're <Yep.
0: laughs> hey,
1: right.
2: Yeah, the Great stuff. Yeah. Thanks. Lauren. Thanks.
0: Yeah, and if you've missed any of the uh, Between the Lines stuff, go to the YouTube page like Lauren mentioned. Great stuff. Our Twitter question today, less important than moms. What's the best <laughs> worst thing about BYU being in one of the nation's steadiest football programs at Jaker Kemp? Hearing the word steady is like hearing the words grit and determination. I'd rather hear elite and contender. Mm. It's, I, I wouldn't say it's a super positive buzzword. It, is, uh, it does have some quality to it, but. But it's not negative. Is it it's, negative? It's not negative. Not negative or positive. But you want to reach higher. It's the middle. No, yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. It is positive. Yeah. It's, it's just it's maybe not as positive as you want. Yeah. True. Coming up, Cougar Whip Round, but first, how well do you know the University of Utah? We play Know the Fell.
1: Between the Lines on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Martin's Collision Repair. The right repair, the right paint, the right choice. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
0: That's right, people. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern.
2: Tonight... BYU Baseball will play Utah at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, You can watch that on KBYU locally, BYUtv.org, and BYUtv app nationally, as well as BYU Radio and the app. Okay, typically we play Know the Foe for a team that we don't know, you don't, we,
0: you know, everybody doesn't really know. Yeah. That is not the case in Mm. today's edition of Know the Foe. Let's go. BYU Sports Nation asks, do you know the foe? We'll find out. We're going to do it with the University of Utah because the Batcats are playing the U. So let's do it. Know the foe. It's a team that's like 50 miles to the north. The hated rival, Utah. All
2: right, let's chat. Okay, what do you have? I go first? Yeah. Okay, cool. Appreciate that. Uh Okay, so, Jerem, you might have noticed some of the ivy creeping up on the walls mm. of the University of Utah. Not really. Um, true or false? The lie. University of Utah was the first school in the country to install solar ivy, where each leaf is actually a solar panel. I'm going to go true on that. Yep. That is true. Uh, because
0: I read their, ding, 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 ding. the third greenest campus. That's pretty good. Yeah. Now, I don't want this to be just all positive things about Utah. That would be gross on BYU TV. Mm -hmm. What school was founded first, BYU or Utah?
2: I'm going to say Brigham.
0: False. Utah, 25 years before by
2: one Brigham Young. Nice. Cool. Okay. Okay. That's a neutral one. Okay. Um, (laughs) True or false, the University of Utah's Facebook page has a better rating than BYU's Facebook. Man. I'm going to go false. And if it's true, why did you bring this? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's what? true. It is true. They actually beat him by plus one. Yes. Plus point one? one? Yes. Point, point oh, one. Point one? Me. Okay. Point one. I was like, what does so, plus one mean? This is why I bring this up, Jerem. Look. We, we've been trying for a while now for football, right? And uh, things haven't gone so well. So we we got to get some wins. we gotta, we got to get <laughs> yeah, some wins, right? Yeah, yeah. And so Not win. This wins. wins. So we probably don't have a lot of Utah fans watching this right now, but we got a lot of BYU fans. So, oh, oh, there are some that watch. So, so, I don't know so, why, but so, they do. Okay, so all the BYU fans or B- people that have went to BYU, go to the, the BYU um, Facebook page and, and leave a positive review so we can get ahead of the University of Utah.
0: Okay, true or false? Danny Ainge redshirted his freshman year at Utah before transferring to BYU. I'm going to say false. That's a false. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why would he have gone to the U? That is a ridiculous statement. Uh, That's why it's false. You You know who did get a degree from Utah? Not well known, though. Lavelle Edwards. But he progressively got a more important degree at a more important school. So he got his undergrad (laughs) at Utah State, (laughs) his master's at Utah, and he got a doctoral degree at one Brigham Young University. Doctor. How
2: about that? Nice. The original name for the University of Utah was A. University of of Deseret. The the School of North. B. The (laughs) University of Deseret. C. Deseret. 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 Yeah. C. The University of Utah. Or D. N. B. Y. U. Not (laughs) Brigham Young's University. (laughs) University of Deseret. False. True. <laughs> I was like, no, that was one of
0: my questions. Come on. <laughs> Who is ranked higher in Forbes University rankings, BYU or Utah?
2: Ooh, I'm going to say Utah.
0: Nope, BYU, 86, mm. Utah, 159. Huh?
2: Okay, okay. You can uh, have the football game. No, no, no. We want the football game. You're right. right no, you're right, yeah, you're please, right. Please, 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 please. Uh, Nolan Busnell, a University of Utah alum, is the founder of what two of the following things? What in the world? Uh, Busnell Scopes, Atari. Chucky e. Cheese and Pixar. <laughs> uh, it's Pixar. Uh, two things. Two things, Jeremy. I need two. Oh, need Pixar. Two things.
0: two things. Okay, Pixar yep. and what were the other options? So Atari, Busnell Scopes, Chuck e. Cheese. right? Atari. What's that first Chuck e. one? Chucky
2: Cheese. I'll just say that first one. Whatever you said first. Busnell Scopes. I don't. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it's probably like his company. Is it true? Did False. I get the two. You no, got it's Atari <laughs> and Chuck E. Cheese. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: it's not. Yes. Ed, yes. Ed Catmull. Uh, works with Pixar, though. I know he went to the... Yeah. Okay. I read a book. So that yeah. makes sense. Then yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm never going to Chuck E. Cheese. How many astronauts has Utah produced? Ooh. They produced an astronaut! Or two, or three, or four, or five, Ooh. or six, or 7 I'm or I'm going to one. You got it. They produced two. Oh, two. Uh, two. Oh, no, I didn't give you within one or anything, so you didn't get it. Sorry. Yeah. B- what? But let me give you another one of those. Okay. What? Within two... That's the one I was thinking of. Okay. How many Nobel Prize winners has Utah produced? Two. You got it.
2: Three. That was within two. What's the score right now? I'm, I gotta be winning. It's right? uh, I think it's eighty-seven to seventy-four. I think I'm winning yeah. right now. I, I don't have sure. any more for you. You don't have any more. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Wh- uh,
0: what's the name of Utah's mascot? Like their Cosmo. Um, the Utes. No, not U- the Cougars. What's the their Cosmo? The, U- oh. the Ute. Oh, the, <laughs>
2: the Ute. The Ute. The Ute thing. The Ute. It's called yeah. Swoop. It's a giant Sh- bird. Swoop. Yeah. Like the Nikes. Like logo? no, that's Swoosh. Oh, I thought that was Swoop. <laughs> I should be ashamed of myself. Huh? That's swoosh. Okay, that wraps up. Know <laughs> the foe,
0: which is always fun. There's a, you always learn something about that school you didn't know, and hopefully, uh, yeah, what you it. learned is that Lavelle Edwards got a doctoral degree from BYU. Correct. That's what we really brought yes. to the table. Go
2: like the Facebook. Page.
0: That is know the foe. Our Twitter question today: What's the best worst thing about BYU being one of the nation's steadiest football programs? At Mr. Underscore Flintstone ninety four. Best thing: We're never bad. Worst thing: We're never great. That's, That's simple. simple.
2: <laughs> that really sums up the conversation, man. I think right. BYU was great uh, your junior year, 09. That, yeah. that was like a that was greatness, man. 11, we,
0: we can get into the semantics of great. 13. In the Cougar Whip Run, what former Cougar beaned another one in the minors? We'll tell you.
1: BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most.
0: Thanks to our guest today, Bill Connolly. If you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play.
2: Or you can watch us whip it.
1: It's time <laughs> for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball.
2: BYU basketball announced the signing of Joshir Hardnett. Yeah. who will play for the Cougars in 2017-2018. He comes from Chipola College in Mariana, Florida. And will have three years of eligibility as a redshirt sophomore. He averaged 13 points, 2.9 boards, 3.9 assists, and 1.8 steals as well as, as shooting 60% from 2 and 43% Woo! from 3. Josh here will join us later this week. Baseball.
0: Game day for the Batcats. They play Utah tonight at Larry H. Miller Field, 8 Eastern time. The Cougars won 9 in a row, 19 of uh, their last 22 game will be televised locally on KBYU, nationally on BYUtv.org and the BYUtv app, as well as BYU Radio and the app at 8 Eastern. The Cougars are ranked 18th in the collegiate baseball poll and just out
2: in most of the others. Cougars in the draft. The NBA draft combine starts today for Eric Mika. Fox Sports lists Mika as one of 11 prospects who can improve their stock at this week's combine. The combine runs through Sunday. Softball. Good luck to Eric. But not too much. Yes,
0: you <laughs> volleyball ran its week uh, win streak rather up to twenty games last night. Ten to win over the Fighting Cody Figures of Utah Valley It marked Gordon Eakin's six hundredth win. The Cougars also won the West Coast Conference awards. Pitcher of the week: McKenna Bull. Player of the week: Caitlin Larson Aldridge. The Cougars stayed at number twenty in the latest ranking.
2: Golf. It's a two uh, or excuse me, it's two day, uh, day two at the NCAA it women's is day golf. Day two today. It is day, yeah, yeah it's that's two, perfect. It's yeah. Tuesday. On oh, Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> at the NCAA Women's Golf Regionals in Lubbock, Texas, BYU is in 10th at 15 over par as a team. Alex White is tied for 7th place at 1 under through 7. Brooklyn Hawker and Rose Huang are tied for 15th at 2 over par through 8 holes. BYU freshman golfer Rhett Rosmanson finished first in the local US Open qualifier at Salt Lake uh, Country Club. Rasmussen shot five under par to lead the group of 90 golfers.
0: Football. Listen to this. Football early signing period has been approved by the NCAA. It's from December 20th to yes. 22nd for a 72-hour period. Yeah. changes the
2: game a little. Yeah. Track and field. Uh, the UTFCCCA ranked women's track 18th in the nation. Cougars in the minors. I got to figure out how to shorten that. Yeah. Did, Jacob yeah.
0: Brugman yeah. went one for three and a loss for the Nashville Sounds versus the El Paso Chihuahuas in AAA. Jacob Hanneman went two for five with a run and an RBI and a win for the AA Tennessee Smokies versus the Jackson Generals. And listen to this Brendan Lund went one for three with two runs and a loss versus Michael Rucker's South Bend Cubs. Michael Rucker pitched in that game, went two and a third innings, struck out four, giving up a hit. He also hit a batter, and that batter <laughs> was his former teammate. Brennan Lund. That was a lacrosse.
2: Lacrosse beat Michigan State <laughs> ten to seven <laughs> in the round of thirty-two. They play Chapman tonight at seven p.m. Eastern in the quarterfinals.
0: Today's rising shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter, helping you need the most. DexterLaw.com. Gordon Aiken's six-hundredth win. That is awesome. Also, a dishonorable mention to Michael Rucker for beating his teammate <laughs> Brennan Lund. That is my favorite too. story of the day. Hilarious. Because that is amazing. Twitter question. What's the best, worst thing about beaning your teammates slash being one of <laughs> na- the nation's steadiest programs? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
1: It's Twitter
0: time. At Stone, you have to have steady footing. A good place to build from can turn to stagnation if you're not careful. That's a great point. Nice. Keep it going. Our elite tweet of the day from the 6'9 Melocopter. I mean, I can consistently get... To World 9 and 4 and Mario, but the goal is to save the princess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the conversation continues 24 <laughs> 7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand on BYUSN.com. For Brian M. Jim, shout out
0: to Wally Joyner. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern time, but we'll see you tonight at 8 Eastern. BYU versus Utah. Big game for the Badcats.